0: Log Talk Radio.
1: your phones on mute because the man of God is not going to be before us long tonight. Um, He has a prior engagement that he has to get to about 940, 945. But while we're waiting to hear from him, please mute your phones because we don't want to miss nothing because this is a digital service and we can hear every little thing in the background. Yes, even a pin drop, we can hear it. So I want you to mute it so that our overseer don't have to mute you, which our overseer is Uh, Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, okay, so with that being said, we're not going to take long I pray that you all are ready and excited to hear the man of God So I'm going to check to see if the man of God is on the line if he is We're going to give it right into his hands so we can get the word So he can do what God has uh, put in him to do tonight so he can release in us Prophet, are you on the line? Okay, well, we're waiting. He said, give him two minutes. So with us waiting for the man of God to tune in, again, I want to tell you all, we have to stay focused. We have to stay in a place where we're always waiting to let God know, I'm here. God, use me, Lord. Even we don't know how God is going to use us, even if we don't know when God is going to use us, but we have to have our mouths open to say, God, use me. Sometimes he'll have you just smile at somebody or speak. Don't worry about the little things because his words say the little foxes destroy the vine. So everything, whatever size it is, big or little, God uses it. So just be ready to say, Lord, use me for your service. Just know that God is God. He don't need your help. He just wants your praise. He wants your will. If you're willing to let God use you, and you stay an uh, open vessel, God will use you. So just be ready to be used by God, man of God. Whenever you're ready, just tune on in, and we'll, we'll release the lines to you. I'm just, I'm just excited about tonight. I get excited every time I get a chance to talk about the Lord. I get excited every time I get a chance to tell somebody how good God has been to me, I get a chance to tell somebody how I was once caught between a rock and a hard place, and I had enough sense to say, I can't go to man, I got to go to God. I can't depend on man, I got to depend on God. I don't want to ask man for some like some advice, I got to go to God, and when I go to God, he's going to direct me to Go to His Word, and when I go to His Word, I get my instruction. Ah, uh, sometimes we have to say, "Well, God, uh, show me that again because I want to make sure I got it." Stay focused. Know your assignment. Stay willing. Mm. We we didn't choose God. Mm, you heard what I said. We didn't choose God. God chose us. You know how we had that little boy, or the little boy wrote the note in school, Say, would you be my girlfriend? Yes or no. And sometimes, thank you, uh, Coco, thank you for understanding the assignment. Sometimes we would check, maybe so, trying to be slick, knowing we wanted to check yes. Especially with somebody, we wanted to write us a note. But if it wouldn't, we would ball that paper up and look them in the eye and let them see us, throw it on the floor, and stop it and drag our foot across and let them know that you ever. But that's not the place we're in now. That's the place we be should be when we talking to the enemy. Uh, no. So the man of God said he's ready. We're going to end it right there. Keep telling the enemy no and keep telling God yes. Man of God, it is in your hands. I present to some and tell others all about this man of God, prophet, Antoine Thomas, he is on fire for the Lord. Let him light your fire and see what God do. It's in your hands, man of God.
2: Appreciate the book. I'm thankful tonight um, for an opportunity to share with the people of God what God has shared with us to share with you. Um, I do apologize for my tardiness and my quickness. Um, I got some date confused. <laughs> Forgive me.
1: Um,
2: I thought this event was tomorrow. And that's why I RSVP'd, and come to find out, I've got already got an event tomorrow. And that's why my calendar was clear on, on this day. Uh, but but nonetheless, nonetheless, God is still good. He is still amazing. He's still um, in, in control. And um, as I was out today, just moving around and doing all uh, my daily duties, I began to ask the Lord, you know, Lord, what should I share with the people of God? And and, and God began to tell me, He said, uh, "We we have to. It's time to move." There are things happening, the, 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 there's a shift happening, and in this shift, we have to be ready because the enemy would love for us to remain stagnant. He would absolutely love for us to continue to um, say big things and do, and do nothing. And um, we have to be careful that it's not always, um, uh, what, what my, dad, my daddy would call it, we're not always shucking and jiving and, and wishing it could and wanting and about to. Uh, because God, he's He's not an, uh, an about-to God. He is a right-now God. And and, and, and I, I noticed lately, you know, things begin to kind of um, put their thumb on me, and I kept hearing people say God's about to. And, and I, I understand what they mean um, by God's about to. Don't get me wrong. I'm not dispelling that whatsoever. Um, but I, I at this place in my life, <laughs> I need to hear God is, not about to, God is. Um, I'm in a place in my life where I need to know that, that God is doing, God has done, and, and God is working and, and, and not about to. Uh, because I don't have an about to problem. I don't have an about to situation. I've got a right now problem. He's a right now God and a right now answer. And so the Lord began to tell me, he said, there's a battle to your next. There's an absolute battle to your next. And that's what I want to share with you tonight that in, in moving and going where God would, would, would allow us to go, just know one understand that the enemy is going to do whatever he takes to get you off focus. And the woman that I already alluded to, and I was so grateful for that because she's already alluded to what the Lord laid on my heart, uh, God, God is, is saying it's time to move. I need you to catch up with me. Help me, Holy Ghost. The, the woman with the issue of blood, she, she wasn't in front of Jesus waiting on him to get there. She was behind him. Yeah. She was behind him, and, and, and so, and in her being behind him, he was already saying, "Listen, if you really want this, you got to catch up. That's it. If you're really sick and tired of spending all, you got to catch up. If you're really sick and tired of, of where you are, you got to catch up." And, and, and many of us, we say we sick and tired, but we ain't moving. We, we just like man. that man by the side of the pool. Uh, we we crying about our situation, but we ain't got ever move. We ain't put no we ain't put no plan in place to move. We just say everybody else getting blessed by me. Everybody else getting a car by me. Everybody else getting a car by me. Everybody else getting a man by me. But what plan have you put in place? Amen. See see the issue with us is God can do it. And for some of us we cannot put ourselves from the Lord. You're at the front of the line without your hands out. You're right in the face of God, but with no expectation. expecting God to do for what you what you have not planned for and God is saying no 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 you have not because you act not and your action is not just your Lord I want I need your action is also your action I don't care how hungry you say you are you don't get up and go in the kitchen you ain't get nothing to eat <laughs> I don't care how bad you say you got to use the bathroom you don't get up go to the bathroom you're gonna need to change clothes sometimes that's how we are in the spirit where we don't want to do anything. We, we, we want God to continue to bless us, and we won't put a plan in motion. We're walking on a man or a woman to come and to verify what we already heard the Lord say. Chapter 25, verse number 20 through 24, it says, And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to what? The daughter of Bethuel the Syrian of Naren, the the sister of Laban the Syrian. And Isaac entered the entered entered the Lord for his wife. In I'm sorry, entreated the Lord for his wife. Your phone going out, man <laughs> of God. Say it again?
1: Your phone, went, phone out. went out. Yes.
2: Okay. Let me let me move where I am. I'm going I'm to re, read that scripture again. It says, and, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord was, in, was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived, and the children struggled together within her. And she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And then she went to inquire the Lord. The Lord said unto her, Two nations are in that womb. Two manner of people shall be separated by their bounds. And one people shall be stronger than the other people. The elder shall serve the younger. And when her days were delivered, was fulfilled field to hold there were twins in her womb. Now, mind you, Isaac was 40 years old. Isaac was 40 years old. That's just right, just right around my age, y'all, all right? I, I don't mean no harm, but as I find myself in this single status, I don't want no more kids. <laughs> Amen. 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 I want. I want. I want. I want to treat that like the cross. It's finished. All right. Wonderful. Um, uh, but here it is. This man of God yet still uh, entreated the Lord. And, and, in other words, when it says entreated, in other words, it means he begged the Lord. He beckoned unto the Lord. He said, "Listen here. I I, I got a problem. I I got a wife that I love, and she don't have no kids, and she want kids, and and I I, I want." I want her to be happy. I want her to be pleased. I want her to be to, to, to be fulfilled. Because in those days, to not have a um to not have a male seed means you were yes. unfulfilled. That's it. Because it was an honor to bring a male seed. Now, y'all, listen to me. What I'm saying to you is, is that you ought not be okay with not being productive. You ought not be okay without bringing, the Lord, uh, 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 bringing something before the Lord, productivity, about not having seeds. It ought to bother you that you're in the same place this year that you were last year. It ought to get on your absolute last Holy Ghost nerve that you look like last year. That's it. It ought to bother you so much that it makes you squirm at the fact that you're in the same position that you were the last time you looked at yourself. And, and if it if it does not bother you, I want you to check something somewhere. I want you to do it a Holy Ghost evaluation, and ask the Lord why are you, why are you okay looking and smelling and feeling and operating like yesterday? Why does yeah. it not bother you that the Lord has has not seen fruit from your fig tree?
1: Hmm. Come on now.
2: And so, therefore, there's a battle to my next because the enemy would love for you to be in church, sound churchy, have the tongues, quicken, quote a scripture, and no productivity. That's it. That you have a form of God, but deny the power thereof.
1: Help us, Lord. You
2: serve a productive God, but you're a productive uh, a, a son or daughter in the gospel. Mm-hmm. You serve a God that says, "Let that be," and you can't be.
1: Ouch! Now, all right now. Somebody needs to say "ouch."
2: And so then, as we if we are presented our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service, then how come we don't look like God?
0: Mm. How mm-hmm.
2: come there's no productivity to our words? And I'm not just talking about that you said, let there be light and the sun came out. No, no. I'm talking about that your words have actions behind them.
0: That's it. Produce.
2: How come, how come if life and death is in the power of the tongue, when you open up your mouth, just nothing happens? Okay.
1: Nothing happens out
2: of when you open up your mouth. You. Because if you can't open up your mouth and change you, how can you change the world?
1: That's it. That's the nugget.
2: So here it is: as 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 a, as, a, as the Lord began to speak to her, and tell her there's a there's a there's a battle in your womb. And for many of us, there's a battle in our womb because the the the, uh, the unproductive the unproductive part of us. Wants to rule the lazy part of us, the comfortable part of us, the part that wants to be uh, the, the part that wants to continue to do what I've been doing all this time. But you know, we like to hang our hat on how long we've been doing something. We, we like to hang our hat on the fact that we've been we've been like this a long time, and I, and I, I've been doing this like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: As as, as if that's a badge of honor that you you the same as you were twenty years ago. No growth, uh, no no stretching. Uh, no no um, no one can say you know what. Hey, you look different. You sound different. You look different. We sound the same, and we hang our hat in on that. They get on my nerves when people say that to me. I don't want you to say that to me. That's not no compliment to me. I'm offended because anything that won't grow is retarded.
1: Especially by definition.
2: By by definition. Now I'm not talking about a mental status. I'm talking about the, the inability to grow means retarded by definition. Hmm. The reason, one of the reasons why they changed using the the, the word retarded as, as a medical as, as, a, as a as a as a medical term, because special needs people are able to grow, just not able to grow in all facets. But so far, if us in our spirit in our spirituality, if it cannot grow, it's retarded. It's not going to grow physically. It's not going to grow uh, um, exponentially. There's only one level, there's only one way to grow spiritually. That's to learn and to do. Thank you, Lord. So I'm gonna say it again. The only way you grow spiritually is to learn and to do. If you are not learning and you are not doing you are not growing. You are stagnant. And you need to be healed. So we have to get to the place where we we are pushing and asking God, God, stretch me. God, show me what I need to do. God, show me how this has to go. Mm -hmm. i 40 years old, and it seems as though it's too late for things to happen. No, it's not too late for things to happen. It's not too late for God to work a miracle. As long as you're breathing, God can work on your behalf. Praise him. As long as you're breathing, God can still do it. Thank you, Jesus. As long as there's breath, Hallelujah. As long as there's breath in your body, Hallelujah. hallelujah. God can still hallelujah. do it for you. You can still have it. You can still go there. You can still obtain it. You can yes. still see it. Yeah. David said, "I would have fainted unless I believed to see the the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living." Yes.
1: That's the word. That's the word. That's what he said.
2: And though the accomplishment of God's promise is always true, yet sometimes it's often slow. And it seems to be crossed and contradicted by, by providence and, 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 and things that come against us, but you've got to stay strong. Productivity may not always come immediately or at a fast pace. Don't let this society get you in trouble and make you think that if you ain't growing by excellence, then you're not growing. That's it. God's going to, he's going to, you, 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 you may feel tried. Your patience is going to be exercised. Your mercy, your mercy and your endurance has to be long. You got that, you have to, the Bible says, you have to do, endure hardness, <clears throat> excuse me, as a good soldier.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
2: Sometimes we're wanting to, we're wanting to be productive so fast so that, that others can see our productivity or that we can feel productive. But God's productivity is not necessarily ours. Sometimes the progress is I used to think that way, but I don't think that way anymore. I used to feel that way, but I don't feel that way anymore. I used to get angry like that all the time, but I don't get angry like that anymore. Amen. As a as a as a young child, I had a temper. I had a temper. And I'm not sure why my mother said it to me as a child, but she told me, she said, Antoine, the Bible says that anger rests in the bosom of a fool. Mm. Are you a fool? She asked me. Now, theoretically speaking, I don't believe I was at the age to have biblical understanding. Generally speaking. But that thing hit my heart. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. And so, therefore, I was determined right then to not be a fool, because the Bible says, "Be angry, but, 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 sin not." So the anger was not the problem; it was the anger resting in my bosom. Mm, Because anger won't allow you to see clear. Anger won't allow you to to see the whole picture. Anger also won't allow you to be godlike. Because God does not deal with us out of anger. He deals with us out of love. Out of love. It. Yeah. That's it, out of love. And watch this. And the Bible says it's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. Let me tell you, you don't want to see God angry. Mm-mm. And so, therefore, he deals with us out of love. And if you pull him to that place of anger, it's because you tried real hard. You tried. You tried you that real hard. You mm-hmm. had a goal. You just has it now now watch this. um Isaac chose not to do what Abraham did, which was to sleep with his concubine to rush hallelujah, thank you Lord, I hear you talking to rush God in the promise, but what he did was he inci- he decided to entreat God. in other words, look here, I know what you told me, and i'm and I'm calling you at your word. Don't be angry and and try to rush God, but hold him at his word. My father told me, he said, God is not obligated to you. He's obligated to his word.
1: That's it.
2: Hallelujah. So when you pray, you pray the word. Hallelujah. When you worship, you worship the word. When you praise, you praise the word. When you beckon God, you beckon the word. Because God refuses to be a liar. My God, today, I felt that thing. Hallelujah. I said God refuses to be a liar. liar. That's it. That's it. it. And so, therefore, you hold him at his word. when you hold him at his word, he is faithful and just to perform it. To perform it. Mm. Because the truth of the matter is, there ain't nothing you can do to deserve what God does for you, no way. Well, that may not sound like good and proper English, but that's what I felt in my spirit. <laughs> no matter how good you are, how many tongues you talking in, or how many people you know, or how long you've been in ministry, or how long you've been doing this and doing that, you still don't deserve God's goodness. That's it. I hate to bust your bubble. I hate to to bust your cloud or take you off your high horse. You don't deserve it. But that's the goodness of him. In that, no matter what he does, he's consistent. And he's a just God. Not a fair one. He's a just God. Because the truth of the matter is we don't get what we deserve.
1: Thank you, Lord, for that. And so there's a battle.
2: And so then he chooses not to do what his father did. And you've got to be careful about people trying to tell you to cut corners and, girl, if I was you, I'd do this. And, man, if I was you, I'd do this. You better be careful of friends who would encourage you to cheat on the promise. <laughs> That's
1: it. Be careful
2: trying to get you to cut corners because they, they impatient with your promise. If you don't get somewhere and sit down with your crazy self <laughs> He didn't just pray for his wife, but he prayed with his wife. Yeah.
1: With her.
2: And she said, look, if this is what it takes, I I'd rather not. Because the truth is, had God told you what you want to have to go through to get there. You probably told, him, "That's all right, Jesus. You can keep that. I'm good." <laughs> Miss me? Like, now, that, 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 I, I, I changed my mind, Jesus. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but he, Hallelujah! But he, but he put a desire in you for that thing. He put a desire in you for for that. So that even when the times got hard, your desire would outweigh your disaster. Hey, my God today, I'm going to tell you, your desire, out of, your desire out of outweigh your disaster. Because many are the, are the righteous, but the Lord delivers out of them all. You're going to have some struggles. There's going to be a battle. There's going to be a tussle You're not going to get this easy. My daddy would say, get that through your thick
0: head.
2: (laughs) It's not going to come easy. And not just because God wants to give you a hard time, but the truth of the matter is some of us, when things come too easy, we don't appreciate them, we don't cherish them, we don't take care of them. We become complacent and lackadaisical and unappreciative of things that come to us easy. So God is taking us those ways so that you honor and you appreciate what He's given you. That's it. That's, that's it. So that you won't throw in the towel at any at any small hiccup or any any change in the program, but you will be consistent in what God told you to do. You will remain Amen. consistent in what God
1: gave you. Amen. Amen.
2: So there's a battle to my next. And the battle usually is not from without, usually it's from within. Because we have to get ourselves to the place where we, we let go of the obligation and the connections to things in, in our current situation. We develop comforts and we develop likes and we develop things that cause us to not trust the next level. Because we can't calculate with our, with our human mind. We can't calculate with our human understanding or our fleshly understanding. But God is bringing us to a place where we, have to, we have, where we can no longer trust the current and push forward. We can't be comfortable here. That is my prayer tonight, that God make you uncomfortable in every old place. Amen. That's my prayer now that God make you uncomfortable with every old action, every old thing that would, that would cause you to remain in the wilderness unnecessarily. That's my prayer tonight. That is my that is my call tonight is to tell you there is going to be a battle to, a, to the next, but keep moving. Because you're right now spiritually pregnant with greatness, and you're due any day. But you have to keep pushing and make sure that it is your absolute desire to fulfill the purpose and destiny over your life. And, beloved, if you're always lying tonight and you don't know what that is, stay in the face of God. And said, not not look for the hand of God, but stay in the face of God. If you seek His face, you'll get His hand. My God.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: I'm gonna say it again. If you seek His face, you'll get His hand. God wants to bless you. He wants you to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. In other words, your soul prospering is the priority the rest of you prospering is the cherry on the on, on, on top we got to get to the place where it's our desire to hear the voice of the lord and see his face And you get all the instructions. If I'm listening for the voice of the Lord, all these things shall be added. Seek first the kingdom of God and all of His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We're too busy seeking the things, and we're missing the Savior. Tonight, I'm I'm, I'm done. It was my call to remind you, there's going to be a battle to your neck, But you keep pushing, and God's going to take care of everything else. Seek the face of God, and you'll get his hand. My name is Prophet Antoine Thomas. Remember, the sky's not your limit. It's too low.
1: God bless you tonight. All right. Prophet, before you leave, could you repeat that verse you had read to us because your phone had blocked out at that time? Uh uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. It was, I'm sorry, it was... Uh, uh, Genesis
2: chapter twenty-five, verses twenty
0: through
1: twenty-four. Okay, thank you. All right, God bless you tonight. Thank you. So, are you ending the call now, or you will still be on, yes, for, a I okay. be on for a few minutes? Yes, ma'am. I'm gonna be on for a few minutes. Just not going be a few minutes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you so much. I, I have it up live on Facebook. So I would like to thank everybody on Facebook that joined in to hear the man of God on tonight, and I would like to thank everybody that joined in on Blog Talk. If anyone on Facebook have any comments, please type them in. If anyone on uh, Blog Talk have any comments, please unmute your phone, give us your name, tell us where you call us from, and uh, let the man of God know how he blessed you all tonight. You can do that at this time. The lines are open. Hello, hello. Hello.
0: My name, my name is Diane, and
1: I'm from Chicago. And believe me, the sermon tonight was the very one that I needed. Amen. Thank you a lot. Thank you so much, Diane, for calling in and listening. We're really, we're really glad that our service blessed you all tonight. Is there anyone else who would okay. like to have any comments? Diane, would you finished? No, I just said make sure you continue. That's all I said. Okay. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else on blog talk would like to have any comments on tonight? Well, Prophet, this is Cecilia, and as usual, you always give me the confirmation that I need, and I thank God for you doing that because whether it's the next Place or the next thing That God is um, Calling You to I love the fact That um, he's been Definitely treating me like the Eaglet in the eagle Nest and it's definitely uh, Time for me to soar and I've Definitely been comfortable In that nest But now it's all thorny and stuff So I thank you for Reminding um, me of What I needed Um from God, because it is a nice, comfortable place, but um, it's time to move on. So thank you, thank you, thank you, man of God. Amen. Thank you so much, Apostle. Thank you, James, for looking in. Is there anyone else on blog talk that like to have any words at this time?
2: Oh, good evening, Saints. This is Minister Margot. I'd just like to thank prophet Antoine for his words and his encouragement
0: tonight to let us know that if we seek God's face, we will get his hand. That stuck with
1: that is
0: me. That's amazing to think that, uh, as it said in the Psalm 27, if you said, seek my face, Lord, we are to seek his face. And to think if we do that, we get his hand as well, which there's nothing that he won't do for his children. Thank you for reminding us to seek
2: him in everything, every day, <laughs> in all things, and to give him thanks. We thank God for you. Be blessed, Manica. Yes. Yeah.
1: Is there anyone else at this time? Thank you, Minister Margot. Okay, man of God, I'm going to give you my my comments. I just wanted to wait. Um, I thank God for the word of tonight because I know for myself, um, I've been talking with family members and we all have been in one agreement that it was time for us to move. Regardless of what the situation, whether it was work, home, living, whatever it is, we are in a place of movement. Well I thank God because you started off saying there is a shift when, you, you, when God is moving and doing things, and I find out in my life, just on today, there's a shift, and you've got to be patient and conscious of the shift that's happening in your life and and when the enemy try to sneak in unaware, that's what the book of Jews say, the fourth uh verse. The evil one snuck in unaware. When he try to sneak in, we have to understand we're in a shift. A lot of times, the shift ain't gonna be a good place because we got to stay focused. I thank God that you told us on tonight, it's time to move. And as Minister Margot said, if I seek His face, I'll get His hand. I praise God that that right there, that made me jump. <laughs> I tell you, I praise God because if I seek your face, God, I'll get your hand. Brother, it's to pull me up. Brother, it's to lead and guide me. Brother, it's to take me and show me a way. But, God, I thank you that if I seek your face, I'll get your hand because there's a shift because it's time to move. I praise God for the service on tonight. I'm going to ask one more time, is there anyone else on blog talk? that would like to make a comment or anyone on Facebook would like to type in something that I can share with the man of God and the rest of the listening audience on blog talk, this is your time, please.
2: I'm getting ready to hop off, guys, but I wanted to say this real quick. As Apostle Leg was talking, she said it's a real comfortable place and you've got to be careful. I clearly mm. heard the Lord say, he said, he said comfort is for rest. And the enemy Mm. would love you to get comfortable, to rock you right to sleep. Mm. Mm. Comfort and work don't go in together. Because labor is not comfortable. Or if it it was, it would not be called labor. You better
1: say that. And Mm. so the
2: enemy would love you to get comfortable and complacent so that you fall asleep. Because when you fall asleep, you're no longer aware of the enemy or the task, for that matter. So, beloved, as I get off this phone, I want to remind you, comfort is for sleeping. Hmm. It ain't time to rest yet. It's time to work. God bless you.
1: Thank you, man of God. Be safe and enjoy yourself. Do whatever God has for you to do all tonight. Thank you for uh, being here with us of uh, Facebook, blog, Tom. You just heard what that man of God said. Comfort is for rest. And for those of us that find ourselves in a place of comfort, and that's not what God is keeping us, he's telling us to move, it's, we got to get out of that restful place. There's a book our great and late Apostle Sandra Thomas had us read many, many years ago. It says to leave your comfort zone. I, I don't remember who wrote the book. But it was a little small paperback book, and that book was leaving the comfort zone. I remember that book. Just know that God is an awesome God. The man of God said tonight, he don't have a a problem, a little problem. He said he got a what did he say? He got a right now problem because he need a right now God. All he wants now is God is. God is in control. God is ahead of my life. God is my redeemer. God is my restorer. God is. God is. Start speaking in your life what God is. Not what you want him to be. Not who you wish he was. Uh huh. Some of us from wishy washy state. start saying God is. God is a transformer. He's transformed my mind. God is a loving God. He's transformed my heart. The man of God spoke all tonight about how angry he was as a child, and he he don't want to be a fool because of the scripture his mother read to him, spoke into his life. Even though he said he was young and didn't know if he understood it, but he knew he didn't want to be a fool. We have to get so into God's word that we can look at his word and know his word will lead us and guide us. God is doing a move in our life. In our mindset, and our desires, and our follow-through. Your follow-through with God, that's what thats what matters right now. Where are you at with your follow-through with God? And when God answers one of your prayers, mm, don't say that's it, that's all. No, God is a moving God. He's constantly moving. He's Because each time you're going to another level, I'll some of us take it one step. Some of us take it multiple steps. But it depends what God knows he can trust you with. God is a good God. As the man of God said, God is. God is everything we need him to be. It was something else that, God, that the man of God said. He said, if you really, how bad do you really want it? Mm-hmm. I wrote down some stuff that I need in my spirit. How bad do you really want We done tried everything else. Some of us in our thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, or whatever, we've been trying it our way so long. When are we ever going to just throw our hands up and say, "God, I surrender. I'm going to do it your way, your way only." God, from this point out, I trust you. God, I, let me decrease that you may increase. Get into the Word. Our foundational strip scripture is Matthew six and thirty-three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. I spoke that early in the service. The man of God spoke that in the service. And I'm speaking it now so you will know what our foundational scripture is. But seek ye first. He said if you seek God's face, you will get his hand. If you seek God's face, you will get his hand. Oh, my God. And how many of us know that everything we hold, when it gets in our heart, next week we want to caress it, hold it in our hand. If I see God's face, I'll get His hand. That right there is powerful. I'm going to pray that everybody got the service on tonight. Lord, I pray that it into their ears, into their heart, God, it's going to rest in their minds when they will think on it day and night. They receive this word on tonight, God, and as of tonight, God, this will be their motto. God, I'm seeking your face because I know then I can get in your hand. You will hold me. You will comfort me. You will keep me. You will protect me because your word says in Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. Add his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you, shall be added unto you. I want to tell you all, don't concentrate on nothing but what God is. God is a protector, a redeemer. God is your resource. God is everything you and I need. I pray this prayer over you. The man of God said he's praying that God would make you uncomfortable In all old places. I wrote that down not knowing he was going to have to leave the line. But he said his prayer for us is that God make us uncomfortable in all old places. So when you find yourself falling back, thinking back, looking back, reminiscing, you say, "Uh uh-uh, God, there's a shift. It's time to move. I'm moving forward in the Lord. Thank you all for joining in on tonight. Don't forget we're here each and every Friday. Next Friday will be my night to minister. Uh, the man of God touched on what God had put in my heart to minister on next Friday, but I'm going to save it for Friday and just know it ties into tonight's service. I thank God for the word tonight, for releasing that in our spirit. I thank you all for receiving the word. I thank you, Minister Margo. I thank you, Diane. I thank you, uh, Pastor like Cecilia. I thank you all for tuning in tonight and speaking to encourage the man on his word that he released in us. I thank all the viewers on Facebook, um, James, our cousin, Linda uh, Walker, my dear friend, uh, Minister Margot, who was also on Facebook, as well as Blog Talk. I thank God for Coco Davis, one of my dear friends from um, childhood, really. On, uh, when I was a young teenager old, into an older woman that where we first met and we used to hang out. Thank you for tuning in, woman of God. I want to tell you all, tune in this Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Call in to the blogs offline and um, you can hear our very old Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser along with Minister Sheila Kaiser, Minister Brandon Kaiser, and with Minister Margot McCourt. They will be bringing forth the Word of God on Sunday mornings. This is every Sunday. And if you come back on Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you would hear this Monday was, it's going to be, if I'm not mistaken, this should be... Minister Margo's Monday, the third Monday, I really believe so. Margo, speak up or write on Facebook if this is, I'm correct, this is your Monday to uh, yes, Minister right. God bless. Okay. This Monday. Thank God. <laughs> Excuse me. You all don't want to miss the third Monday. Minister Margo is an awesome speaker. She is um in love with the Lord. She let God use her. She let God use her life. She let God use her with being transparent to us. So for all of you all that says that um, when I straighten myself up, when I get it together, no, nah, she lets you know, you know what? A lot of times saints don't want people to understand Sometimes people put us in a mindset and put us in a place, we drop the S and we we become an ain't. Well I thank God how she teaches us, it's okay to be able to just stop where you at and say, Lord, uh-uh, get that right there. Get that in me. You don't want to miss this woman, of God, because she is awesome. She breaks it down and she lets you know that even right there, God can use you. Because see, that's one thing people, the enemy try to trick us with, saying, oh, you messed up. Somebody going to say, uh-uh, you know what they going to say. When she realized, that's how the word say, when you came to yourself, she said, God, get that. Get that. She's teaching us how to hold ourselves accountable. Mm. Don't wait for nobody else to do it. But hold yourself accountable because you know one thing you rather obey God than man, and you don't care what man think about you because it's what God thinks. As the man of God preached on the night, you don't want uh, to know God as an angry God. Mm. Just the thought of that, I kind of look like, ooh, no, I don't want to know him like that. I don't want to put him in a place to know him like that. So with that being said, you always love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. If you stay faithful to God, God will stay faithful to you. Even when you're not faithful, God is still faithful. I'm going I'm to correct that. Even when you're not faithful, God is still faithful. But stay faithful to God so God will stay faithful to you. I'm going to end the program on tonight with saying Matthew 6:33. I don't know why God had me to say that again. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Know that. Tell somebody on tomorrow. There's a shift. God is it. God is a willing God. God is able. It's time to move. If you see, I keep looking at that. That man of God say, "If you seek God's face, he will get His hand." Minister Margot blessed me with bringing that back up. If you see God. You'll get this in. So, hey, Kamita, thank you for joining in. I just want you all to know that Smile Three is the name of this program. Iron at iron. That's our blog, our radio ministry, worldwide web. We're heard all over the world. Um, I have a cousin on Facebook that's looking in. We be from. We have people from Vegas, Texas. Um, Ohio, um, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Florida, Tennessee. We have people from all over. I ain't going to try to name all the little cities and states, but just know worldwide. See, a lot of times uh, people don't realize you you start out small. See, This is a small ministry right now, but when God takes this thing to the next level, Y'all gonna be able to say I was there from the beginning. Know that. From the beginning. It's little you say. But it's World Wide Web, well. you so told I set you up to say that to you. We World Wide Web well. <laughs> and we are social media. Even those that don't see it live get to see it in the replay. And those that don't hear it live get to hear it in the archive. So don't believe this is a small ministry. When you look at the numbers at the top, you say, oh, it's only these minutes. Mm -mm. Uh-uh. This is worldwide. We get a chance to see who sees. But we know who really sees, God sees. So we want to say good night, you all. We love you with the love of the Lord. Good night.